listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome back to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408. The time is exactly 8.33 on this Monday morning in Chicago, as I mentioned earlier, 79 years ago today, the attack on Pearl Harbor. Yes. To remember those who lost their lives, loved ones who grieved from that time, and now ancestors, different generations down today. And uh, my mother used to talk about you know, Pearl Harbor that mm-hmm. day. And she knew exactly where she was and everyone. Uh, 312-255-8408. And a great program lined up, part two. Gordon Neary and Dr. Eileen Quinn Knight will be discussing the publications, profiles in Catholicism, the peoples that they interview globally, their missions, and the people that they help who live in poverty and have cancer and HIV AIDS. They'll also discuss plans for new publication on healing from clerical sexual abuse. Gordon Neary and Dr. Eileen Quinn Knight, welcome to the program. How are you, Gordon? Hello, Eileen. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And Dr. Eileen Quinn Knight, incredibly involved at Holy Name Cathedral. She's there about every day. A great treasure. A treasure for, for the cathedral, all she does. And Gordon Neary, who spends so much time working through the web, through the cathedral, with Catholic profiles and Catholicism. So... Gordon and Eileen's like having a little program together with you as you are so involved at the cathedral. But Gordon, I have to ask this question of you. Profiles in Catholicism is growing by leaps and bounds. First of all, tell people when did it start and what is Profiles in Catholicism? Well, it started about 14 years ago, and the uh, mission was really to introduce people to people of faith all over the world. Uh, We primarily interview Catholics, but we interview people of other faiths. In fact, on our advisory committee, we have two rabbis. So that gives you sort of an overview Mm -hmm. uh, on some of the uh, approaches that we take. And we rely on our advisory committee to make recommendations on the topics that we discuss. Also on our advisory committee, which there's a link to it on our website, uh, one, of our, one of our advisors, who is also on our board of directors, uh, is a priest from the Philippines who has received four nominations for the Nobel Peace Prize. So we have some really classy people helping us. How did you build that board, the committee? They actually, people came in and offered to be of help. In fact, it's, it's just, it was just surprising because one of the popes 
favorite musicians came on. His name is Marco LaRosso Rouge, who did this absolutely, composed this beautiful Ave Maria uh, for the Pope, and it's been played for him several times at the Vatican. It's just a diversity of people from all over the world, and they have come on, and they provide us with recommendations and uh, on things that we should discuss and people that we should interview. Now, along, along those lines, Eileen, how did you get involved with Profiles in Catholicism, and how long have you been part of it? Um, I've been part of the mission for about eight years now. I was introduced to it by Father Louis Camelli, who introduced me to Gordon, and then Gordon gave me all sorts of different things to do, and then I began to do things myself in regards to interviewing academics, interviewing priests, interviewing the cardinal, um, interviewing just many people throughout the country that I've touched their lives or they've touched my lives through books or through other things. So it's been a really interesting time for me because I get to do a lot of the uh, positive kind of things about how Catholics enjoy being Catholic and how Catholics um, really love their um, their church. So um, I've done that. I've also worked with Gordon on the healing aspect from um, sexual abuse, and uh, we continue to have different themes throughout the, the year. So we're going to do one on um, all the Jesuits we know and everything Jesuit. And we're going to do, um, uh, you know, one on healing rather soon also. But we all always have themes and things that support the mission of Profiles in Catholicism. So and we really get some interesting people. So maybe a little background, Gordon and Eileen. What brought you to this mission and ministry? Gordon, and then maybe Eileen could follow. Well, I've been uh, interviewing people probably for 40 or 50 years through a variety of different publications. And uh, it was, uh, it's, this originally started out as a, a news journal for Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Oh. And it became so popular that um, we people wanted to be interviewed outside of the parish. And so uh, with the priest's permission, we just changed the newsletter over to Profiles in Catholicism and started interviewing many of the people who were contacting us who wanted, who had messages that they wanted to get out to a larger audience. Maybe along those lines, Eileen, of all the interviews you have done, book reviews, whatever, what particular interview so stands out in your mind? I think the one that I really thought was interesting was... Uh, Bishop DiMarzio, because he's um, pleading the cause of my uncle, who is up for sainthood. So um, he was very interesting because he had nothing to gain at all because he's in the Brooklyn Archdiocese. And so he doesn't, there's nothing that would help him except for the fact that my uncle was from Brooklyn. And uh, Now, who is your uncle up for beatification? Um uh, he's uh, Monsignor Bernard J. Quinn, and he and the postulator both interviewed 
for the magazine. And they gave us some interesting aspects of, for example, what a postulator is. A postulator is a person that is uh, working on the cause of the person that's up for sainthood. And interestingly enough, he's a black man from Nigeria. My uncle happened to be white. So it was interesting, these black postulators working hard to get um, a white man uh, canonized. I think it's just, you know, the, the interesting thing about our lives today. Yeah, but it's God's way. God's, mm-hmm. What is it? No, God writes with crooked, crooked lines. lines. Yes. We're going to take a little break. WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. on your dial. Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. We're talking to Gordon Neri and Eileen Quinn Knight. And when we come back, I'd like to focus on that new publication, Healing from Clerical Sexual Abuse, kind of where the idea came from and what the audience is you're looking to target. We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. staff members work every day to end poverty and homelessness. We do this on a one-to-one basis with anyone who asks for help. We also work with organizations who study these issues across our city, state, and nation. The Wilson Sheehan Lab for Economic Opportunities, or LEO, at the University of Notre Dame is one of these research centers. Through our partnership with LEO, Catholic Charities has gained valuable insights into scientific evaluation methods that determine the most effective interventions to help people avoid poverty and homelessness. Along with our experience and compassion, trusted research is helping Catholic Charities offer hope and so much more to anyone in need. For more information, visit catholiccharities.net. Do you have a gently used laptop or desktop computer that is gathering dust in your home? Consider donating to our Catholic Charities Veterans Computer Project. We will clean out your device, give it new software, and repurpose it for a veteran who is looking for employment. Your gift will make an incredible difference in a veteran's ability to find a job. Catholic Charities provides veteran services throughout Lake and suburban Cook Counties, giving participants an array of professional and personal support. Our veterans have served our country, and it is our privilege to serve them. To learn more about Catholic Charities Veterans Services and the Veterans Computer Project, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. back WNDZ 750 AM on your dial 312-255-8408 Catholic Chicago we're talking about profiles in Catholicism with Gordon and with Eileen and I had a question I years ago when I started uh, in church ministry working with Father Jim Close of, of happy memory um, one of the things he embedded into my mind was 
you can't do the ministry without the money. And uh, how are you funded? How are you? This is a wonderful ministry. It's it's reaching thousands of people, but it's got there's got to be a cost to it. And how are you funded? And how can our listeners help? You there, Gordon? I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, we're funded by our listeners. We've uh, there's no charge for the publication. We ask uh, our readers to make a $10 donation if they can. But we're in 64 countries. Wow. And uh, we've got several thousand readers. So we, we rely on those donations, those $10 donations. And how do they make that yeah, donation? Uh, Gordon, give us a plug right now. If they want to make a donation to uh, Profiles in Catholicism, help us out here. Well, there's a donation. There's a donation link on the website, and you can make a donation. And the uh, web website title? It's Profiles in Catholicism. So profilesincatholicism.org. Right. Uh, yeah. Okay, so go to profilesincatholicism.org. You, you, you just type in Profiles in Catholicism, and it'll pipe, pop up on the screen. And then by pipe by popping up, then you can there's a spot to make a donation. Yeah, there's there's a, there's a donation link, and they can be either mailed in, or you, they can just you can be they can be sent in via a, a credit card. Now, we're trying to raise money for this new project, and uh, which is a little bit different. Uh, this we have possibly one of the most comprehensive webs on. Uh, Clerical sexual abuse—that's uh, any place. And how how it, did that develop? Well, it developed basically out of my friendship uh, with our our president, who is Mike Hoffman, who you've interviewed oh, sure. many times, many sure. many times. And uh, this was and, a, and this was a project that we had already started, and with his help and his advice this concept of the healing project came up. And we've been very fortunate because one of the people who has been uh, inspiring us and helping us is Father Hans Zollner. Oh, sure. And he heads the Child Protection uh, Center uh, in Rome. He was on the show earlier this year. Yeah, well, what's really nice is we did an interview with him, and it's actually mentioned in Wikipedia. Oh. So it's a, it's a very popular interview, and he has been very encouraging. Now, what's unique about this project is that it is going to be an interfaith project. Uh, we are planning, and we're trying to do this for next year, to interview both survivors, uh, primarily survivors, but also administers of ministers who have been providing help to survivors from all different faiths throughout the world. And in the countries where English is not the primary language, we will have, we will have it in the language of the country as well as in English. Now, along those lines, Eileen, you've been very involved with this project. What's been your role in this project? Um, I've interviewed different people all over the world, really, on this issue. And then also, I've reviewed a lot of the books. I would tell you, though, it was really hard on my soul because it's mm. very hard to read 
um, the kind of things that people are saying about sexual abuse and the kind of books that are being written about it because it makes us realize how complex our church is and how many things that we have to consider ourselves responsible for. And these are one of the things that Gordon and Mike have really taken the lead on being responsible for the aspect of healing from sexual abuse. And I really appreciate their uh, forthrightness in this. And Greg also, Father Greg, is also one that has supported us in uh, moving forward on, on uh, taking responsibility for sexual abuse and giving the information to the people in the pews so they can make their own uh, discernment about how responsible they are. As I tell our listeners, that was back, I think, about 2006, that Mike Hoffman, who was very active at St. Mary of the Woods with his wife Kathy and children, came to me after he spoke to his wife about how he had been sexually abused as a boy. My jaw dropped, and mm-hmm. I put him in, in contact with the Archdiocese of Chicago, the uh, particular office here, who did a magnificent job. And, uh, and I think, I think what, what you're doing now, Gordon and Eileen and Mike, is you're focusing on the healing, and the key word right. is the healing, and we talk about forgiveness and healing as a way to look forward, as a way to begin moving forward. We know the horrific situations that have happened in the past, and they've been documented, and now moving forward, the sense of healing, and I think you're both just doing tremendous work, uh, maybe even along those lines, Eileen, and just to switch gears for a second, you have interviewed many people. In fact, you interviewed me about three years ago. You've done many, many book reviews. How has your life been touched by profiles in Catholicism or changed? I, I think it's made my, well, first of all, I get paid by the love of God, so that's an interesting <laughs> perspective also. But um, it, it's just changed me because I get to interact with people that really enjoy their Catholicism and want to talk about it. And those are very pleasant interviews and nice for people to be able to look at. So I enjoy those, and I I think it has helped my own life because it introduces me to different people that are um, really striving to be more Christ-like in the world today. And you know, some of the academics that I never thought really paid attention to their Catholicism really came forth in a very different way, and I appreciate their interaction so that we can give that sense of goodness about um, our faith to the people, too. Now, along those lines, Gordon, without being too personal, tell people how old you are. Well, I'm pushing 86. Yeah, and, but the wow, thing is, you don't sound it, and you don't sound it. You don't look it, but folks, Gordon will be soon eighty-six years old. He's going on thirty-five. Mm-hmm. His energy level, and what gets me, Gordon, I've known you. I have the privilege now of knowing you. Well, both for almost four and a half years, and of course, Eileen is thirty-nine years old, mm-hmm. and um, sweet sixteen, sweet sixteen. She and my but, wife, but, but Gordon, I swear, as you're getting older, you're getting more energized by profiles in Catholicism. And so how, we talked, we just mentioned to Eileen how it touched her life. How has Profiles of Catholicism over the years touched and changed your life? Well, it's really opened up 
I think, the concept of love. Mm. Well, say, say more about that. Well, you know, we're, we're, we're told there are two great commandments, loving God and loving our neighbors, and I don't really think most of us understand what it is to love God. It becomes a concept, and we think we do. But the idea of what love is and devoting one's life to caring and trying to follow and to be of help is really what it's all about. And I think we learn to love uh, in many, many ways. But, we, you know, it's, it's learning how other people love that can teach us how to love better. And that, to me, is essentially the meaning of life. And then that healing from clerical sexual abuse, love your neighbor as you love yourself. You're teaching people, in spite of the damage that had been caused, that they have a right to love themselves. That's beautiful. Now, I had a, an idea that I just now, wanted to share. Now, watch it, Eileen and Gordon, uh, when, when Mark just, has an idea. No, I just wanted to share with you, <laughs> as you're talking about uh, the healing from clerical sexual abuse. Maybe a companion, music is a healer, you know, and maybe there's a way, I'm looking at Father Greg right now, but maybe there's a way that Holy Name could be a part of the introduction of that healing, maybe to companion with what you're doing with a concert that, um, you know, maybe when people can come out or maybe virtually but just some way of connecting that music to the healing i just think it's another form of of healing for folks so well, I'm just... we do in fact it's it's interesting because we always close each issue of profiles with music beautiful beautiful and, and, uh, and so this has really become beautiful. sort of a trademark of the organization beautiful what are you beautiful. saying there eileen that Gordon on the profiles has a lot of artwork up there for us to look at as we're reading the different um, interviews and book reports. So um, I think it's a, just a, a wonderful site because it does incorporate different methods of healing, and the word is very important. The healing exactly. is very important. And again, the last the, few Go ahead, Mylene. Go ahead. The... Um, the declarations by different people on how they've begun to heal through the support of other people is, I think, very meaningful it's for all of us, not only uh, sexual abuse, but every kind of interaction that takes place that hurts us. And I think, again, like when you break an arm, break a leg, healing takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. When the heart is broken, the mind is wounded, Healing takes time, the help and grace of God. And so in many ways, what you're doing, Gordon and Eileen, everything we do is connects into the whole sense of healing mm -hmm. because we, we are a broken world, our lives, we are sinful, and we're in need for the Lord's forgiveness, mercy, and healing. So your ministry is really one of love, of change, of healing, which is, it's sometimes slow. It's, you know, it's, you know, you know, for example, we take the word uh, conversion. You always think of like St. Paul being thrown from the horse, a very quick turnabout. But I think conversion is not so much the miracle of the moment, but rather the task of a lifetime. 
Yes. We're always converting to something more. But in the last few minutes, Gordon, one more time with the help of Eileen, give us his profiles in Catholicism to go to it, and then there's a link to make a contribution because it is free, and as Mark said earlier from uh, Mercy Home, you need money to support this tremendous ministry, so go to Profiles in Catholicism. And you said, Gordon, there was a link to go to? You just, just type yes. in Profiles to Catholicism, and you'll see there's donate buttons at the top of the page. And all, all of the profiles, by the way, are indexed, so you can look all of them up. Uh, and uh, it also, we have one of the, probably one of the most comprehensive news services in the world. I had an idea. Oh, no, look out. An- another no. Okay. So idea. we're talking about profiles in Catholicism. Gordon, give a one-sentence profile of Eileen in Catholicism. Eileen, give a one-sentence profile of Gordon. Well, profiles in Catholicism is an introduction to love, loving ourselves, Beautiful. loving our neighbors, and loving God. How about for you, Eileen? I think it's a, a chance to communicate with the entire world the goodness of the Catholic Church and the Catholic lives that touch ours. And so I think it's a very excellent instrument in getting people involved in their church on another level. I like that. Beautiful. It was more than one sentence, but that was awfully <laughs> I was good. Say, it's a complex yeah, sentence. Yeah, a very complex <laughs> yes. sentence. We want to thank and it a very had a lot spe- of dependent clauses. <laughs> 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 and this is coming from Dr. Knight, who's an yes. educator, teacher yes. for how many years? You've been teaching for— 36. 36 years in the classroom? Yes. God Unbelievable. God bless you. Beautiful. I want to thank in a very special way this last half hour, Gordon Neary, founder of Profiles in Catholicism, Dr. Eileen Quinn Knight, who works closely with Gordon in Profiles in Catholicism. They're both very active at the cathedral, so I can't thank the both of you enough for all you do. And uh, again, to make a donation, Profiles in Catholicism, and help out here. It's a great, great job. I want to thank also in a very special way co-host Mark Teresi, Executive Director of the Cathedral with all his ideas. Special thanks to our producer, Vince Girasoli, and our engineers, Javier Garcia and Brian Hockey Hitman Brock. To all of you, may God bless all of you. Stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, continue the Advent journey. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.